Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Damn Day Podcast. I'm your co-host, Justin Gambrell. Uh, I'm joined by Chase Quinn today. Chase, how are you doing? Gambrell, I'm doing great. Episode one in the books, episode two tonight. Uh, really excited to see where this is going, so let's get right to it. Uh, so basically how we've had it set up, uh, we were trying to decide between uh, do we record one show a week, two shows a week? Um, but during football season, we thought, hey, you know, what would be better uh, is if we sat down and really previewed what was going on that week, not just uh, in the pros, not just in college, but here locally uh, on the high school level. Uh, had a few people reach out and say they thought that'd be a good idea. So uh, we decided to give it a shot. So uh, that's probably what we'll focus on most here at the beginning. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it. Now, we're not going to talk really about um, many games outside of uh, the the uh, Morgan County, Roan County, Anderson County area. If there's a really big game, we'll probably bring it up. Uh, but other than that, we're going to focus here uh, more on the local teams. Uh, and so first, uh, what we'll get into um, is every week, of course, Rivalry Thursday has a local game. Uh, this week it's Carnes at Campbell County. Uh, so Carnes is going into the game. They have not won a game yet this year. Uh, Campbell County uh, has been pretty good the past few years. Uh, so who do you think is going to win this one? Yeah, I'm going with Campbell County. Uh, Carnes off to a slow start this year. Uh, don't foresee them picking up a win uh, Thursday night, but I uh, look forward to that being a good game on Rivalry Thursday. Going to go with Campbell County on this one. Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, Carnes has just kind of looked flat. Now, they have played some pretty good teams, uh, so you never know. Uh, but give me Campbell County on that one. Um, going to more of the local teams, uh, Anderson County travels to Jefferson County. Um, for this one, for me, got to go with Anderson County. Uh, they're high-powered, and have they had the same success this year as they did the past few years? No. Uh, but I do think it's just a, a matter of when they get fired up uh, rather than if they can. Well, let me tell you again, Braille. I went with Jefferson County once this year when they played Ray County in honor of our dear friend, uh, Mr. Brian Matthews, and uh, that came back to bite me. So this week I'm going AC Mavericks all the way, baby. All right. Um, the BBB game of the week, I don't know if this is breaking news or not, um, but the BBB game of the week is probably one of the biggest rivalries uh, in this area, uh, and that's the Oak Ridge Wildcat, Wildcats traveling to Clinton. Um, you know, over the course of the years, this is, you know, previously it's been pretty competitive series, uh, obviously not lately, um, and I, I expect that to continue. Uh, give me the Wildcats going away in this one. Yeah, you're right, Gamer. I'm going to have to agree with you again. We're going to chalk it up to the Oak Ridge Wild, Wildcats. Um, Clinton, I think, has got a, a solid coach. Um, I think he's a first-year coach um, after uh, Coach McKamey uh, left the program. Um, I'm excited to see what Clinton does, but they just don't have the, the Jimmys and Joes right now. I think they've got the right coach and staff in place. Uh, but it's hard to beat the Oak Ridge Wildcats. So I'm going to go with Oak Ridge on that one. Yeah, and another thing there um, for Clinton, I think this is going to be their first game in three weeks because um, they had some cancellations from COVID. Um, so obviously they're they're probably going to be rusty. They, they haven't had that game competition that Oak Ridge has, uh, and that's just another thing going against them. 
And Oak, um, and Oak Ridge, like you said, Gambrell, and we'll we'll move on. But just uh, just traditionally, Oak Ridge uh, here in as of late has dominated that rivalry, if you want to call it. So uh, expect the Wildcats to come out on top. Yeah. Um, speaking of COVID cancellations, uh, this news broke a little bit earlier today, but Coalfield's game this week canceled um, due to COVID concerns. Uh, I don't think that game's going to be made up later on. I think it's just going to be a straight cancellation because uh, it wasn't a, a district or region game. Um, so Coalfield's going to be off this week. Uh, we've got Oakdale traveling to Red Boiling Springs. Um, Red Boiling Springs traditionally has not been uh, very good the past few years. Uh, so give me the uh, the Oakdale Eagles, you know, a big win Friday night. Again, brother, there's a man who once famously put Oakdale Eagles, and the Eagles yeah, are, and, and the Eagles are going to sort a victory once again. I believe they're three and one on the year. Am I right? I think so. And they've, only got, think so. they've only got one loss on the year, but they're going to pick up another victory this Friday night against Red Bulling Springs. Yeah, the only I think the only thing that you are worried about there is having to travel uh, up to Red Boiling Springs. Um, but I think you know, obviously, um, Oakdale three and two on the year. Three. And two. Um, obviously, you know, three wins. Uh, being able to build off of. Uh, victories early in the season. Obviously, I think that helps teams. Um, and so even though they're they're going to be on the road, I think Oakdale's going to uh, be able to pull it out. Coming, coming uh, from last season, win Gambrell, I, did they finish the season last year? No, I don't think they did. So when you put that into perspective, they've they've bounced back uh, pretty greatly. Yeah, they only uh, they got three games in last year. Conveniently, they finished three and two last year as well. Um but you got to feel like it's a lot different this year just on the momentum they've built. I uh, heard good things about the coaching staff up there. Uh, so you got to think that they'll continue to keep it going and, and probably finish with a winning record this year. One Oakdale. Hashtag one Oakdale. Uh, we're staying in Morgan County. Um, speaking of another trip, uh, Cloudland coming to Sunbright. Uh, not an easy trip to make down the mountain. Um Give me, uh, give me cloud one in this one. Uh, I know Sunbright uh, is going to have the advantage of Cloudland having a long trip down, uh, but I, ultimately I think Cloudland's one of those teams that, uh, whether it's a long trip or playing in the elements, I think that Cloudland's one of those teams that's that's pretty tough home or away. Again, brother, if you're from Cloudland, what's the last thing you want to do on a Friday night? Load up on a bus and drive to Sunbright. Yeah, that's a that's a heck of a trip. Um, of course, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we there have been some issues earlier in the year, like uh, you know, Greenback and Sunbright had to cancel from COVID. Um, but I think that Sunbright's played some tough teams too. Uh, they played Coalfield and Harriman the last two weeks. Uh, so that may that may help them uh, after they've played some some really tough teams. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Tigers in this one, and they're going to get back on track with a victory. I think it's very possible. I think this could be a close game Friday. All right, um, moving on to the Roan County portion uh, of our previews and predictions. Uh, 
we have one team on a bye week. That's the Oliver Springs Bobcats. Uh, Oliver Springs played in a rivalry game last week. Um, from what I've read in the papers, it wasn't a rivalry game until they won Friday night. Um, but congratulations to Coach Green, uh, our good friend Tony Kegley on getting a W Friday night. Uh, Oliver Springs has got to be feeling pretty good right now. One of our biggest followers, shout out to Coach Green and Coach Kegley. Um, I'm like you, Gambrell. The, uh, the Greenback coach spouted off a little too much than he could handle, and uh, it's a down year for Greenback. And, uh, you know, we beat them 88 to nothing in two games last year. It's not a rivalry. We always beat Oliver Springs. We'll talk about a rivalry when they beat us. Well, let's talk about it. The Bobcats get a huge victory last Friday night. I know uh, the OS faithful were fired up, so congratulations to them. Rest on the bye week. Uh, stay, stay away from people and, and be ready to go next Friday night. Yeah, and a lot of the games they play this season, like they opened up with Onada, they played them tough. Uh, obviously, we had the Rockwood game, and, and that was just – you know, a lot of things went wrong for Oliver Springs that night, or else it probably would have been a closer game. Um, but a big win against Greenback, get a week off to, to rest and recuperate, and then uh, probably head into reach and play after that strong. Uh, the Midway Green Wave going to Telecode Plains and get some of that wonderful uh, Pork Palace uh, barbecue down there. Who mm. um, you got between the Green Wave and Teleco? Never doubt the doctor, Ron Treadway and the Midway Green Waves. Um, they're 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 in a good spot right now. They will have to travel up to Teleco. Um, that that again, that's not another pleasant trip to make on a school bus. But I think the Green Waves are going to be ready. Um, that community's behind them and ready to support them no matter how far they travel or if they've got a home game. So as they say, I'd rather be south of the river. Green Waves roll. Yeah, and for, for Midway you know, that's not as bad of a trip uh, as some of the other places in the county. Uh, I do think that uh, the the fighting treadways have the ability to spread the ball out. I think that gives them an advantage over a team like Teleco um, that might not have the athletes that Midway does. Uh, so definitely give me Midway Friday night, even on the road. Uh, we got the Kingston Yellow Jackets traveling to Stone Memorial Friday night. Um, Kingston coming off, uh, you know, some, some good momentum building, uh, games with Northview and Rockwood, uh, going to Stone Memorial on Friday night. Uh, what do you think? Well, last week, last Thursday, unfortunately, uh, coach Panky had to, uh, mourn the loss of his mother. He was unable to, uh, to attend the game last Friday night. I think, uh, I think Kingston was more talented than Northview point blank, but I think they kind of use that to to kind of rally and come together and, and play for their head coach. He's still dealing with some of that uh, this week as far as funeral arrangements. But uh, Kingston's rallied around him and the Kingston community. Uh, they they really love Coach Panky. They're playing great. Kingston's got a good chance to go 9-1. I was talking, that, talking about that to some other coaches today. Um, really that's left on their schedule um, is Alcoa. And you know what happens when you play Alcoa. But uh, I, I'm taking the Yellow Jackets to win tomorrow and to win big. Yeah, Kingston's uh, playing really well so far. Haven't scored below 30 in a game yet. Uh, I would probably expect that to continue Friday night. Uh, and you're, you're probably right. You're probably talking about Kingston goes into the Alcoa game 6-0 and uh, and gets the host Alcoa on the 16th. 
so you could you could very well see undefeated Kingston taking on Alcoa that night. Kingston's got a lot of weapons, Gambrell. Uh, Kane Collins, Marcus Rose, Gettner, who's a freshman, played big against Rockwood. Isaiah Cox. I mean, they've got they've kind of got threats everywhere you look. I'm sure I left off um, some players, Diggs, and a couple of others that you know they're they're a really talented team. Yeah, it's a, a lot of speed and and a really I think really well coached team. Uh, so if you put that together, I, I think you have success, especially this year. Uh, with how they've played uh, so far. Uh, our last game the slate that we'll talk about in the high school ranks, that would be the uh, the state's longest-running rivalry. Uh, that would be Rockwood and Harriman. Wait a second. Uh, Rockwood you, mean hosts, you mean it's not Marion County South Pitt? Uh, I've heard rumors that it's not, but I'd have to ask the godfather if he could clarify for me. I think it is a 100% fact, the state's longest-running rivalry. So Rockwood hosts Harriman. Uh, now, that's, it, these two teams are coming off two drastically different games. Last Friday night, uh, Harriman with a big win over Sunbright. Uh, unfortunately, Rockwood fell to Meigs County uh, in a game that, unfortunately, uh, as it went on, it, it got out of hand. Uh, so both teams, Harriman wanting to continue their momentum. Uh, Rockwood wanting to get back on track. Who are you going with in this rivalry game? Well, Justin Rockwood holds the fifty-eight and thirty-six and six all-time record against the Blue Devils. They crushed them in the two thousand tens. They were nine and one. They're going to start off twenty twenty with yet another victory over the Blue Devils. Maybe not by a bunch. I haven't determined whether this is going to be a low-scoring two to three-point game or a high-scoring two to three-point game. But it's going to be close, and the Tigers are going to come out victorious in the jungle. Well, I've got to be honest with you. You know, Rockwood is struggling with um, some injury issues. Uh, a lot of key players have been out. Harriman's playing well so far. You know, Chase, I really don't know. I think I think I'm wait. Hold on, I'm I'm getting a phone call uh-huh. here. Who is that? Uh, John Webb? John Webb calling? John Webb? John Webb says that the Tigers are going to win Friday night, so i, I got to go with John <laughs> Webb. Rockwood beats Harriman. If John Friday Webb is gospel. Got to be. Uh, but, but in all seriousness, I, I do think that, that Rockwood bounces back here. I agree with you. Uh, I think it's a close game. Last year uh, was a close, low-scoring game. Uh, there was a goal line stand for Rockwood, or that was two years ago, uh, at Rockwood. Last year, um, Rockwood went to Harriman, uh, pulled away at the end. Uh, I think it's going to be more like the game two years ago than the game last year. Without Coach Webb last year. Coach Webb's returning to this game. Don't forget. Uh, that, that That is true. He, uh, he was not in attendance at last year's game uh, for reasons we will not specify. Uh, so he will be returning to the rivalry this year, um, and I, I do think that that Rockwood ultimately wins. But I do think it's a close game. Well, lastly, Gambrell, one quick thing about Harriman and their um, their weapons. The McCollum kid that plays basketball is now a first year receiver for the Blue Devils. So it's going to be interesting to see how 
the Rock would defend defenders match up against that. He's so tall, he just out jumps everybody and bats it around to himself. Uh, they got the Pelfrey kid, who's a, a split out receiver and plays quarterback. Some it's going to be interesting to see how Harriman plans to attack Rockwood. That's true. I, I think it will be a game of matchups. So we'll see how it plays out Friday night. Definitely excited for that one. Um, speaking of Harriman, uh, if you want to get some high-quality physical therapy help, uh, Premier Physical Therapy in Harriman is where to go. Chase, tell us some about Premier Physical Therapy. Well, if you, if you don't know Chris Robinson or Jason Ebel, they're two outstanding gentlemen, I would say. They're just not men. Gentlemen. <clears throat> Premier Physical Therapy Clinics staffed and managed by people that you know, people that are from your area, raised in your community. They strive to provide the absolute highest level of care and service to their clients. They have three locations in Harriman, Wartburg, and Loudoun. Give them a call today. Tell them that the Gam Day podcast sent them to you. Premier Physical Therapy. All right, so let's uh, let's move on, talk a little bit about college. Now, we did touch on it on our lines uh, on Sunday, but I'm going to kind of give more of a breakdown uh, this week, we're going to focus more on the SEC games. Uh, if there are any other big games, we might touch on them some, but I would imagine uh, that most of our massive listening audience is focused more on SEC games. Uh, so I went chronologically starting with noon, moving towards the end of the day here. Uh, starting with the debut of the Fighting Lane Kiffin, Florida travels to Ole Miss. Um, gotta imagine that Florida uh, is probably your favorite here. Um, but, you know, John Riss Plumley had a, a good season last year. I'm excited to see what Lane Kiffin can do with him. Let me tell you, Justin, this game, Florida should win. Florida, on paper, second best team in the East, maybe in a maybe in, in a tie for first with Georgia on paper with with COVID and with limited practicing and Who's out for contact tracing? Let me tell you, Lane Kiffin doesn't care about contract tracing. Lane Kiffin only fails up. The man has went from the Raiders head coach, the Tennessee head coach, now back in the SEC as the Ole Miss head coach. The Rebels pick up the W in somewhat of an upset against the Florida Ooh. Gators. Well, I'm looking at the odds right now. Florida, 14-point favorite. So you're taking the taking Ole Miss outright. Ole Miss outright, money line. Shoo. Well, uh, Vegas does think this. It opened as a 64-point over-under, and now it's down to 57. Um, so I imagine they think it's going to be more of a, uh, a low-scoring affair than they started with. Uh, I think Florida is going to cover. Um, I know that Lane Kiffin is – it's probably scheming something up, but I think Florida's got more talent. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to take the Gators on that one. Um, going down, uh, we've got Kentucky traveling to Auburn. Uh, that is another early start for you. Um, Auburn is currently uh, the favorite in this one, obviously. Who are you going with? Auburn is set, uh, just a seven-point favorite in this one. I'm going to take Auburn in a close one. I'm going to go War Eagle. Um, Auburn is going to battle with, you know, probably battle in a losing effort against Alabama to possibly be the second team in the West this season. LSU's down. War Eagle, let's roll Auburn. 
so those are your two noon matchups in the SEC. Which one are you watching? I'm, I'm going to imagine you, you may check out Florida Ole Miss over Kentucky and Auburn. Yes, due to my uh, fiancé, I'm sure we will be watching Florida and Ole Miss, and I will not be cheering for the Florida Gators. But, God, it hurts, uh, it hurts to cheer for Lane Kiffin. That's, a, that's an ESPN nooner uh, on Saturday, so – um, a lot of good matchups at noon. Uh, the ABC matchup, Central Florida, East Carolina. Uh, Kansas State goes to Oklahoma. Uh, then you got the Auburn game we talked about. So there's some pretty good action uh, at noon. I'm going to shift down, go to the 330 slot. Uh, you got Mississippi State traveling to LSU. Uh, LSU, of course, the number six team in the country. Uh, they are a 16.5 point favorite over Mississippi State. Um, but you got to think with LSU bringing in a new quarterback, a lot of turnover on the coaching staff. Um, you know, that's a lot of points for a, a team that doesn't exactly know its identity yet. Uh, but I'm still taking LSU just because I think Mississippi State's going through the same thing. Um, give me LSU covering the points. Gold Tigers, Red Bull and Gumbo and Ed Orgeron, and that's a recipe for victory. The Tigers – Disrespected, the defending national champions going to pick up a W. Um, going down, uh, also at 3.30, um, this is not an SEC pick. This is a homer pick by me. Of course, we talked about it on Sunday. Cincinnati hosts Army. Uh, I did get the, the number wrong there. I said 22, and it actually ended up being 14. Uh, it's expected to be a low-scoring affair. Cincinnati is currently a 13.5-point favorite. Uh, this is going to be what I'm watching at 3.30. I can't imagine that a lot uh, of the rest of America will be watching this. They'll probably be tuned into uh, LSU. Um, but I do think Army covers, and I think the Bearcats win. Army's going to cover, and the Bearcats are going to win. You're right, Gambrero. Absolutely okay. right. Okay. Absolutely right. You're, you're scaring me a little bit there. I thought you were about to go Army. But it should be noted that we support the troops. Oh, of course, 100%. Um, also in that 3.30 window, you've got uh, Oklahoma State hosting West Virginia. Um, but we don't have another SEC matchup until 4 o'clock, and that is Georgia traveling to Arkansas. Uh, Georgia currently ranked number four in the country. Um, they are currently a 26-point favorite going to Arkansas. Uh, I, I would have to imagine that Georgia just has um, the ability to out-athlete Arkansas uh, regardless of uh, the rest of the out- outcome of the game. Uh, so give me Georgia to cover. Yeah, bro, it's safe to say that Arkansas is straight garbage and might not win a game all year, correct? Yeah, it's, uh, it's not looking good at this point, especially because they lost all their out-of-conference games. Uh, so playing a straight conference schedule, I can't imagine uh, that Arkansas is going to come away with a win. They might sneak up on somebody maybe later in the season, uh, but I, I I think they'll be in the, the cellar over there in the West. Yeah, this is going to be all Bulldogs, all Kirby Smart, Georgia. <clears throat> um, game we talked about the other day, uh, Auburn, or not Auburn, but Alabama going to Missouri. Uh, I don't really know if we need to talk any more about this. Um, Alabama is currently a big favorite. Uh, Missouri has a bunch of people sitting out. 
Um, so Alabama is currently a 27 and a half point favorite. They'll cover. Uh, do we need to even talk about no, this? No, we're all tied. All right. Uh, we got Vanderbilt at Texas A&M. Uh, I made the boneheaded mistake of picking Vanderbilt the other day before I realized that their entire team was transferring. <laughs> um, this is uh, this is probably not going to end well for me. Uh, Vanderbilt is currently a 30-and-a-half-point uh, underdog. Um, for dumb reasons, I'm still going to continue to take them for no reason. Um, but I can imagine either Vanderbilt messes around, backdoor cover late, uh, or this could end up being like a 56 to nothing uh, beat down by a and Listen, Jimbo Fisher's making a lot, a lot of money. It is not producing at all. He's going to come out to prove a point and will destroy the Commodores. But no, but nobody. If if no one's there to see Vanderbilt get beat, does it happen? Did it really happen? Well, this one's at A and M, so they don't have to. They don't have to worry about that one. They'll have the same amount of fans down there as they do in the the seats at their home games. Um, our last uh, last but not least slate in game of the slate. Tennessee at South Carolina. It's a 7.30 kick. It's on SEC Network on Saturday. Um, who are we going to Wait, we didn't, even make real, we didn't even make real TV, Gambrell. Are you kidding me? We're on the network. Sorry. Here, here's, who, here's who you've got to compete with. Uh, Alabama's at Missouri at 7 on ESPN. Uh, you've got Florida State at Miami on ABC. Uh, and then you are the third option on the SEC network. At yeah, yeah, we're on the network. Um, I'm really not trying to get my hopes up for this game. Of course, I'm I'm picking Tennessee. Are they still favored by three? Is that still a line? Uh, it's it's shifted up a little bit. It's three and a half. Three and a half. Now. So that's probably where they're going to get you You degenerate gamblers is that half a point. But um, I'm going to take Tennessee to win, but not cover. I just – you know, you start out 0-2 last year against Georgia State and BYU, and you had all offseason to get ready for them. Uh, this offseason has been a, a mess. Hashtag free Cade maze. Just, it's just been a mess with COVID and, and, and some other stuff. So I'm going to take Tennessee to win. Wouldn't be surprised if they got beat. They won't cover. Over under 43 and a half in that one, so... Uh, they do not expect it to be a high-scoring affair. Uh, like I said Sunday, give me the Vols to cover. I think they're actually going to win big here. Uh, that could be a, a bad play on my part, but I also made the hot take of predicting they'd finish top two in the East. Uh, and for them to do that, they probably need to win this game and start the season. Those are out. facts. All right. Uh, if Tennessee doesn't win, you could imagine that Jeremy Pruitt's going to be running for his life and might need some shelter. Um, tell us a little bit about Shelter Insurance. Hey, shelter Insurance is your one-stop shop for all your insurance needs. Auto, home, business, motorcycle, renters, RV, ATV, boat, life, farm, <clears throat> flood insurance, you name it, they can take care of it for you. Call Mark Clem today at 865-354-3504. He's your local Shelter Insurance agent. He'll take care of you today. Shelter today. <clears throat> All right, moving into the NFL slate to close us out uh, for this week's episode. Uh, of course, we have a lovely Thursday night matchup uh, between two Titans of teams. Uh, we got the Miami Dolphins traveling to Jacksonville. 
um, and uh, somehow this this will be the number one's rating experience on Thursday night, uh, even with two awful teams to watch. Um, can't imagine that a lot of people will be tuning in. Um, it'll probably be a lot of background noise uh, to watch it, especially with baseball uh, in the final stretch of the season. Uh, but you do have Jacksonville, Miami on Thursday night. Not really going to break it down, just bringing it up for the fact that it'll be on TV if you're interested. Don't worry, again, bruv. I've already been reminded that the Dolphins play Thursday night from the fiance again. And because of that, I'm going to spite her pick and go with the Jags. Oh, you're going to go with Minshew yeah, Mania? Baby. Almost pulled out a win against you're the Titans. Dash, almost. Uh, speaking of that team that he uh, – he almost beat. Uh, our first game uh, that we'll be focusing on uh, is the Tennessee Titans. They're traveling to Minnesota uh, on Sunday. It's a 1 o'clock start. I would imagine it's the CBS game. Uh, so all you Tennessee people who are non-Tennessee fans uh, will be forced to watch it on CBS. Uh, the Titans are a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, um, which kind of speaks to how people feel about Minnesota uh, I think the Titans are going to win uh, on the road. I think that uh, Derrick Henry will eventually get going. Uh, Minnesota has not been good at all. Kirk Cousins has looked awful. Uh, so I think the Titans will, will cover East. I, there. I agree, Gambrell. Um, I like what, what, Vra- what Vrabel's doing with the team. I still think they overpaid for Tannehill. Uh, don't like that. But he played great last week. I'll give him that. Um, the Titans travel to Minnesota to pick up the victory. Shout out to Harrison Smith. Had to play against him in high school. It was not a good result. Uh, he's one of the best safeties in the league. But the Titans pick up the victory. Hot take Derrick Henry. Not worth the contract. All right, moving on. Um, the Bengals travel to the Eagles at 1 o'clock. Uh, Bengals desperately need to pick up a win here. The Eagles have not looked good either. Uh, Carson Wentz has struggled out of the gate. People are already starting to question, is he the guy? Uh, I still imagine that the Eagles are going to be able to beat the Bengals. Uh, Hopefully the Bengals have a better showing uh, than they did week one. Week two was okay, but the Browns just, they couldn't stop the Browns' offense. Eagles are a five-point favorite. Uh, I do think that the Eagles cover that, but I do think the Bengals stay in the game too. Listen, the most Eagle thing to do would be to lose this game against the Bengals. I put in some calls to the Cincinnati Big Wigs this week, a la Paul Kamakawa, the Bengals, and T. Higgins, and all 25 of his rookie cards that I've got in my safe are picking up the victory. The cards are going through the roof. Respect the rookie cards, Cincinnati Bengals. All right. Well, uh, I think that's the uh, – well, we've got one more uh, 1 o'clock game that I'm interested in. Uh, and that is the Las Vegas Raiders, which is still weird to say. Uh, they go on the road to Foxborough. They're going to play the New England Patriots at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Um, the uh, Patriots coming off a rough loss to Seattle on Sunday night. Uh, but Cam's looking really good. They're a six uh, six and a half point favorite. Uh, I think that. Uh, Las Vegas keeps it close at first, but New England pulls away and ends up covering that. I agree, Justin. I'm really, I've never really pulled for Cam Newton um, for whatever reasons, whether it's Scam Newton or just not really ever being the the biggest Panther fan to 
you know, sometimes the way he pouts. But I've, I've caught myself really pulling for him this year with the Patriots, which which almost disgusts me. Um, he played really well uh, last week. Almost led a you know almost led the victory drive. You know that he was on the the two yard line and the Patriots just couldn't punch it in. But it it's 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 fun to watch him. I can't stand Bill Belichick. I don't even understand why I want that to happen. But I feel like I've said this before. He's got a good chance to be the comeback player of the year this season. And uh, the Raiders can't start out three and zero. It's just I believe in Grudemania. But the Raiders can't start out 3 0. So I'm going to go with the Patriots. I've heard that John Gruden has some uh, has some land in Blount County, but I'll uh, I'll decline to comment too much. His wife was a UT cheerleader. Oh, really? I've I've never heard that before. He's coming. Breaking news on the podcast. Uh, Shifting to later on in the day, you have one really big matchup in the afternoon. Uh, and that is the Cowboys traveling to Seattle. Uh, Dallas coming off a miracle comeback against Atlanta. Uh, I don't think they continue the hot streak. I think Seattle's going to win this one. Russell Wilson, uh, they finally unleashed him and let him play. Seattle's a five-point favorite, and I think that they cover that easily. Yeah, bro, they cover the five points. Russell Wilson has more touchdown passes than incompletions, I'm pretty sure, on the year. Um He's a stud. He's doing all the right things. He's putting up points. He's probably playing with a chip on his shoulder. The man's never got an MVP vote, first place vote. Dallas are being hindered by their owner, Jerry Jones. Shout out to Dad. And they're just, you know, they're not going to be able to come back from this one, Seahawks. Pete Carroll fined 100 yeah, grand for not wearing his mask. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Well, you know, you know how, you know how it goes. It goes. Uh, our Sunday night matchup is a pretty good one. Um, you got the Green Bay Packers traveling to New Orleans uh, to play the Saints. Uh, Saints looked rough Monday night without Michael Thomas. Uh, New Orleans is a three-point favorite uh, in New Orleans against Green Bay. Uh, I am taking the Green Bay Packers to win that game outright. You know, I like the way Aaron Rodgers is playing. They basically draft his replacement after he begs the the staff and general managers to get him some people around him. And it seems like the Packers have kind of were ready to move on from him a little bit or at least start heading in that direction. You can't blame them for doing that. You can't blame, you know, the, the Colts for getting rid of Peyton Manning or whatever, whatever example you want to use. But Rodgers is playing with a chip on his shoulder. He's going to put on the belt and defeat the Saints. Yeah, I have to imagine that he'll keep that going. He's, it looks like he's pretty inspired uh, after that draft pick, even though they continue to refuse to get him weapons out there. Um, but I, I think the Packers get another win and start strong. And then the best game of the week, Monday night football, you know, the past few years they've had some stinkers on Monday night. Uh, but this week it's Kansas City traveling to Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore is currently a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, entertaining game. Uh, I do think Baltimore is going to pull this one out. But uh, two marquee quarterbacks going in on Monday night. Can't ask for much Did more. Did I just hear you blaspheme Brock Matthews and Patty Mahomes? <laughs> 
I am not a big Kansas City or Notre Dame. Wow. Wow. Give me the Chiefs and Patty Mahomes and Brian Matthew celebrates in victory all night. The Notre Dame, his Notre Dame Irish can't play this week. So he's got he's got to get a victory somehow. Are off from COVID concerns as Kansas City Royals are struggling a little bit. So uh, I do think the Chiefs can pull this out. I think we'll know pretty quick what kind of game it's going to be. Um, but I, I'm still going to going to take Baltimore here. Uh, so that does it for our preview episode for this weekend's football slate. Uh, Chase, we got any news and notes? Yeah, LeBron James lost last night. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> That's my news and notes. Yeah, the, the Nuggets took a took a big win. Uh, also, shout out to Jesse Smithy and the Five Star Preps crew. Uh, they are covering the Rockwood Hammer game Friday night. They always do a great job. Um, shout out to them. Uh, I've I've always been been a big fan of what they've done. Uh, they they spotlight a lot of the kids um, at smaller schools that may not have gotten the exposure that they would have. Uh, so big props to them and and thank you for for coming down to cover uh, a big rivalry. Hey Justin, the last thing we need to shout out are the viewers, the fans, the patrons. Um, you putting a lot of hard work. I give you props on the Facebook, the Twitter, uh, getting us on all these different podcast streams. And uh, the Game Day podcast is taking off. Yeah, it's uh, it's been really rewarding to hear back from people. Um, you know, obviously our numbers aren't you know going to be massive here at the beginning, uh, but we really do appreciate just anybody and you know just the the word of mouth out there. Um, this is something we again talked about for a long time uh, to have people who are dedicated enough to give us feedback on stuff. Um, to, to let us know what they want to hear about. Uh, this episode, you know, we, we thought about just doing one a week, um, but enough people reached out and said they were interested. And so if people are interested, you know, we want to facilitate that. We want to make that happen and, uh, and continue to please the listeners out there. Um, so if you, if you don't mind, subscribe. Uh, we're on most of the major podcast networks. Uh, not on iTunes yet, but we expect to be soon. Um, so if you like us, subscribe to us. Um, we're also on Twitter, uh, at Game Day Podcast. We're on Facebook. Um, so please just just reach out. Uh, any questions, concerns, um, things you want to hear, things that you don't enjoy as much. Uh, and we love the feedback. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in to the Game Day Podcast. Shout out Shelter Insurance and Premier Physical Therapy. This has been the Game the Gam Day podcast. Tune in next time.